I do vividly remember going to Disney with my sister and I was in college. So we were, you know, we were older, but it just brought back so many memories of the two of us in the parks as kids. And we just stood there watching the fireworks and like it brought me to tears. I I was, you Mm -hmm. know, just so moved and touched by like, you know, just the innocence of it all. And to have that memory with my sister, I still remember it. It was like 10 years ago. So (laughs) welcome to the Disney points podcast, where our goal is to help you take that dream Disney vacation without blowing through your savings with ticket costs and hotel prices constantly on the rise. We want to show you what's possible when you introduce credit card points and miles to the Disney equation. I'm Kim Shearer. And I'm Sam Holland, and you can find me on the web at almostfreetraveling.com or on Instagram at almostfreetraveling. And where can they find you, Kim? You can find me on my blog, thatminivanlife.com, or at my Instagram account, at thatminivanlifeblog. And now, this is the Disney Points Podcast. Today, we're recording with our fellow Disney lover, Monique, who is a South Florida-based mom who owns a construction management company, has a pixie pass, and grew up at Disney World. Monique, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So tell us, how did you get into Disney? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can say... The only thing more fun than being at Disney is talking about Disney. So I am so thrilled to be on this podcast today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I got into Disney as a little kid. I grew up in Florida and, you know, my family took a lot of trips to Disney as I was, um, you know, moving through childhood and uh, a lot of school trips when you're a student in Florida take place at Disney or Universal. So, um, you know, just lots of memories back in the day of visiting the parks. And that was a very different Disney than what we find today. Um, But that's how I got started and first found my love of Disney. Awesome. Fun. See, this is what we're missing out on, not raising our kids in Florida, Sam. I know. Totally. (laughs) School field trips. All the sunshine. There's a lot. Seriously. Well, there's still time. We could all move down there. (laughs) (laughs) One day. Yeah. All right. Well, Monique, I know that you are into points and miles like we are and love saving money on your Disney trip. So wow us with your best Disney points redemption to date. Yeah. So we have, you know, have taken some really good trips to both Disneyland and Disney World on points and miles. Being based in Florida, you know, it's a little easier for us to get to the Florida parks now. So we drive to Disney, which is about two hours. Um, And I would say my best redemption is a recent stay that we had at the Polynesian. Um, We ended up renting DVC points to stay there, which was a seamless process. Um, And the, the room category that we booked was a deluxe studio standard view. Um, And we ended up paying $300 a night for that room, uh, which I thought was I mean, a great deal as far as, you know, like a cash, um, cash value. Cause those, those rooms go for between six to $900 a night, Mm -hmm. um, which is wild. And we also purchased the Florida resident annual passes in advance of that stay. Um, 
so those those calced out to about $399 plus tax per person. Um, my son is, he's almost one, so we don't have to buy him a ticket. Um, and it was just, you know, my husband and I buying our annual passes. Um, ended up using Disney gift cards to purchase our annual passes. Um, and I bought those cards at Staples us using my Chase Inc. business cash card, which ended up earning us um, 5x points back. Uh, we stayed four nights and five days at the Polynesian and redeemed our Disney rewards dollars, which we accrue on the Disney Visa card um, for the majority of our meals during that trip. When you rent uh, DVC points, your parking at the resort is included. So we didn't have to pay anything on top of, um, you know, our room rate for parking. And then our annual passes include parking at the Disney parks as well. So we didn't actually take advantage of that perk because when you're staying, you know, on property, there's just so much great Disney transportation. So we didn't have to, you know, use our, use our parking passes, but, um, yeah, that was probably my best redemption to date. When was that trip? Uh, that was in September, so uh, about three months ago. Nice. And so you guys bought annual passes just like right before you went? Yes. Yeah. And I didn't know this, but um, you can purchase just like, you know, park tickets. You can purchase your annual passes really at any time. They don't start the clock until the first time you use them at the parks. So if anyone nice. has that question. Yeah, that's great. But I think there's still that you still can't buy them if you're out of state, right? Yes. Um, I have heard, I have heard rumors that they may be bringing that back, especially with the change, um, you know, in CEOs that took place. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I think there's, there's some rumors starting that annual pass sales might pick up again for non-Florida residents. But right now it's just the, the pixie dust pass, um, that is for sale. It's another problem Iger's going to solve. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope, right? Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nice. Well, that is a great redemption at the Polynesian. Kim and I have been there, eaten dual wits, <laughs> had lunch. Love pretended him. we were staying there. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other way to park free at the Polynesian is eat lunch there, right, Kim? Wait, what'd you say? Didn't you get to park free because you ate lunch? Yeah, there? I just told them we had a lunch reservation, which was true. And they were <laughs> yeah. like, go ahead on uh, in. So as teenagers, my friends and I would when we were too broke to stay overnight in Orlando, we would drive up early in the morning, like leave at five o'clock in the morning and pull into the Polynesian. And that's what we would say. We'd say, you know, we're there for, you know, for breakfast or whatever. And we'd usually stop into, you know, Kona Cafe, get like a Tonga toast or something like that, um, just to be legitimate. But we would park for free at the Polynesian and then take the monorail into Magic Kingdom. And it was easy breezy, like such a good hack. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So good. Okay. So tell us when you rented your DVC, did you do that through a Facebook group? I know you can maybe do it through eBay, through different brokers. Yes. This one I uh, used David's, um, which is, I think, DVC, DVC request. request. Thank yep. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, booked through them. It was my first time renting DVC points. So I just wanted those extra securities, um, you know, with the cancellation policies and the contract and somebody else to kind of manage everything. Since then, I have booked two other um, visits to Disney 
renting DVC points and I utilized the like one of the Facebook groups um, to find owners that way. So we did strike up a contract. Um, but I would say that's a little bit more risky because there are some scammers that, you know, go through those Facebook groups. And um, so just be cautious if you're listening to this and using a Facebook group, um, you know, just kind of know what to look for and what to listen for when you're sending money to people via Venmo or Zelle or whatever it is. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then were you booking 11 months out to get the Polynesian for September? That one was a pretty last minute deal. I think what happened was the owner had, you know, had a week booked essentially, and then they, they couldn't go. So they ended up renting those points out for pretty cheap. Um, the two upcoming stays that we have, I rented, um, it was probably eight and nine months in advance. So that was my timeline. Okay. And where will you be staying for your next two stays? The the stay in January, we're staying at Bay Lake Tower, which is uh, at the Contemporary. Mm -hmm. um, there are mixed reviews on that resort. So I will tell you my take after I, you know, after I go <laughs> firsthand. Mm -hmm. um, but we're kind of going in eyes wide open on that one. And then this, the second stay is at the Riviera. So um, a brand new resort. And I'm excited to try it out. So let's move on and talk about what are some of your secret tips or insider type knowledge for how to just maximize your money at Disney? Yeah, you bet. So we already talked about, you know, a little tip for parking at the Polynesian, but there's also, if you don't know, free parking at Disney Springs. So if you do have a car and especially if you're taking a day trip, um, you can park for free at Disney Springs and then utilize that Disney transportation to bus yourself, you know, anywhere within Disney property. So that's a good one. If you want to like right now, for example, go see the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian or just check out the amazing Christmas decorations at Animal Kingdom Lodge or Fort Wilderness. I mean, this is an incredible time of year to to be doing that. Didn't we do that, Sam? Didn't we park we at did Disney that. Springs? I'm yeah. really glad you brought this up, Monique, because obviously my account's almost free traveling. I'm always looking for, you know, the almost free way to do things. And so I scoured the internet and figured out, oh, you can park free at Disney Springs, and then you just have to navigate, like you're saying, all the free Disney transportation to get where you want to go. So Kim and I did that and went all over to different resorts, <laughs> and I mean, we kind of did everything. But here's what I was wondering, Monique. Could you do that to hack free parking at the parks? Or like, how early can you park at Disney Springs? How late can your car be there? I know for a fact that you cannot park overnight at the parks, um, if that's why you're asking. I don't know what overnight the overnight situation is at Disney Springs. However, there are many late night clubs and bars and things like that. So I'm expecting that, you know, you can you can probably park there very late into the evening, if not all night at Disney Springs. Okay, but what if you are staying off property and you're looking for a way, a free way to park? Because you're going to go to the parks that day. Like, what's mm -hmm. the earliest you can park at Disney? I think I've read that you can park at Disney Springs once something's open there. So mm -hmm. do you know the earliest that the shop's open or how you could use it for free park parking? 
Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I'm happy to look it up, but I, I don't know how early you're allowed to get there. Okay. This is a mystery I've been trying to solve. And it's <laughs> yeah. very... It's hard to figure out because obviously Disney doesn't want us to do this, right? Right. But maybe Iger is going to fix this problem too. I don't know. Stay tuned. Maybe. (laughs) Um, I do have a couple other, you know, kind of secret tips or or free things for how to maximize your money. Um, I this may not be so secret, but when you are staying on property at a Disney resort, you can request a wake up call from Mickey Mouse himself. So if you've got little kids and you, it doesn't matter what time of the morning it is, if you want them to receive a call from Mickey Mouse, the hotel can work that out for you. Oh, so fun. Yes. Uh, I think we have, I mean, it's been a little while. Is it like, Oh, good morning. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, that sounds just like that. <laughs> or if you're staying off property, you could just have Sam call you and pretend to be Mickey. Oh my god! I'll even consider doing it for free. Wow. <laughs> I might have to take you up on that, Sam. Steal. <laughs> Can you have Donald Duck call you? That's what I want to know. Ooh, good question. I don't know. That that voice is harder to do. I'd have to have my dad call and do his yeah. Donald Duck voice, but that's a really fun one that I I have heard rumors of. But um, that's just a special way to really Disneyfy your your day and you know keep the magic alive first thing in the morning when your kids are little and still like think they're actually going to go see the real Mickey. For do you sure. Just ask your hotel to do that. You just like call ahead of time. Yep, you can call the front desk the night before and, um, you know, just let them know you want a wake-up call and what time, and they will work it out. Okay, that's a great tip. There are also um, baby care centers at the at every single park at Walt Disney World, and I never knew this until I became a mom. We've taken my son two times, um, you know, before he was even one. So in these baby care centers, they have private areas that you can nurse your baby. They have changing tables, microwaves, um, and then also baby supplies for purchase. So if you run out of diapers, for example, um, you know, you can find what you need there at the baby care centers. Ooh. Can you search for those like on the map in the, my Disney experience? Yep. I have spent a lot of time in those baby care centers. (laughs) The year that we had season passes, my son was like, we moved there when he was like six months old. So we spent a lot of time in the nursing rooms and changing diapers. Yep, that was me too. The next topic, Monique, tell us about these unicorn rooms at Deluxe Resorts. Yes. So if you are renting DVC points, which is what we love to do and prefer to do. Um, There is a gal on YouTube named Shannon Ford. She has an amazing series where she kind of breaks down all the best rooms by category um, at each of the deluxe DVC resorts. Um, So that's a great resource if you're, you know, if you're looking to like book, uh, you know, book the best DVC room for the least amount of money. During our recent stay, we requested, um, the Tokelau building, which is right next to kind of the quiet pool area. And then we also requested an upper floor. 
And even though we had booked a standard view room, we could see the Seven Seas Lagoon, which was such an amazing perk. Um, and we did not have to pay extra for that. So definitely worth making those room request notes on your reservation and giving lots of options to the person checking you in. Because even if you say, oh, I want um, you know XYZ room, the likelihood of someone checking out of that room on the same day that you're checking in is slim. So, you know, my best advice is to give several backup options in the notes um, and then see what you can get. So, yeah. Yeah. On that topic. So we used, have you ever used touring plans? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So if you have a subscription to touring plans, you can, they will request the room for you and they've got like photos. You can go look at your resort and see photos from the balconies from each of the rooms. So you can see like what your view would look like. Yeah, amazing. Um, which I just think that's like the coolest tool. And then once you find the room that you're like, yeah, I would love to stay in this one, you can fill out like a form and they, like a week before your stay, they'll send it to the hotel for you. Okay. Well, that is a great resource. Um, Monique, what are other free things to do on property? Yeah. So one of my favorite free things to do at Walt Disney World um, is to utilize the beaches. So there are lots of beaches throughout um, the property. And this is a super fun, virtually free activity. You can bring a cooler with some snacks and drinks and post up on one of the beaches to watch the Magic Kingdom or Epcot fireworks show. Um, And if you don't know, they actually pump the show music into speakers on the beach. Um, And these beaches are both free and open to the public. So definitely a fun, you know, like minimal cost experience at Disney World. Um, Yeah, it's great. And another thing is when you're on property, I think you guys have talked about this on the podcast previously, but all Disney transportation is free to ride. So that includes the monorail, the Skyliner, the ferry boat, water taxis, and obviously the buses. Um, Although it is not as good as drinking around the world at Epcot, the monorail bar crawl is still a ton of fun. And, uh, you know, the transportation part is free. Your bar tab, probably not. (laughs) Okay, so where are these beaches? The so there's a beach at obviously the beach club, which is right next to the yacht club that's on you know, um, Crescent Lake, and then there are also beaches at the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian. So those are you know, kind of the, the big beaches there. Yeah, Kim, have you watched the fireworks from any of those beaches? I haven't. We're usually in the park watching them, but I kind of think we might like on a night that we have a day off, that would be a fun thing to do, maybe like go get something to eat. And- for sure yeah yeah i've definitely purchased a 20 dollar margarita at that little stand at the boardwalk (laughs) joe's margaritas by myself and walked over to that beach on the boardwalk and just chilled there but i mean that that was even when there weren't fireworks going but it was nice yeah sounds like a very sam thing yeah (laughs) I'm not going to ask you any more about why that's a Sam thing. (laughs) No, it was just you got your alone time, you have your drink, and you're in Disney. Yes, yes, yes. What else do you need? That's true. 
Another one of my favorite, like totally free things to do on property is a resort tour. I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, but many of the deluxe resorts offer free tours of the property, which are, yes, I know they're usually like chock full of interesting Disney factoids and they are open to non-resort guests. So you don't need to be staying there. Like Um, a person will walk you around. Mm -hmm. Yep. They do them at specific times. And um, the ones at Animal Kingdom Lodge, they are actually themed. So there's like a culinary one that will give you free samples of food. Um, And obviously, if you've been to Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, there's an incredible safari there. So you can, uh, you know, view the animals and ask questions about the architecture, African culture, like any of that. So it's really amazing. Kim, this is in your future. You're it definitely doing that is. in January. It absolutely is. I think I would save that for like when my husband's down there for work. I'm just going to go by myself. By yourself? <laughs> Actually, I, you well. I, don't en- I don't enjoy being myself as much. Maybe I'll recruit a friend. I'll, Maybe- I'll come meet you. Okay. Monique <laughs> is going to come meet you. Okay, so right. what, resort, what would be your favorite resort where to get one of those tours, Kim? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, you can only choose one. God, put me on the spot. All right. I stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, so I'm not going to say that. And I, like, did get to, like, talk to the staff there and, like, see the animals and things like that. That was fun. So maybe if I hadn't done that, I would pick up. Um, I kind of would like to do the Grand Floridian, I think. That's oh, a good know. choice. <laughs> yeah. Have you? How many of those have you done, Monique? Have you done any of them? I've only done the one at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay, and how do you book it? You you can just go up to the front desk and ask them what time that day they're going to be doing tours, and if you know if there are any tours on, and they'll um, they'll let you know, and you can just show up at a specific place, specific time, and off you go. Okay, Monique, have you ever been to the parks on your birthday, and what are the birthday perks? Oh my goodness. So many birthday perks. So I, I can't recall a time that I was actually there for my birthday. Um, but it's, there's a high likelihood it happened. My birthday typically falls over spring break, like, you know, student school spring break. So, Mm -hmm. um, I first and foremost, it never hurts to tell a cast member that it's your birthday or if you're celebrating something else, because magic moments do happen at Disney. Um, pretty much a guarantee is if you're celebrating anything, anniversary, first visit to Disney, a birthday, of course, you will get issued a celebration button um, and likely stickers as well. So that's a a really easy freebie um, anywhere at Disney. And also um, you can get a free Starbucks drink on your birthday, whether you're at Disney or not, that is the case, but they have Starbucks, you know, in the parks. and I believe you can get a, a free icy at Club Cool, which is at Epcot, um, on your birthday as well. So check that out. In Disney Springs, there's like a whole host of free things you can get. I know Sprinkles will give you a cupcake. Um, you can get a free sandwich at Earl of Sandwich. And um, there's free chocolate at, at Ghirardelli's. So definitely go there um, if you're looking for some some samples and i know you guys have one of you has stayed recently at the swan and dolphin um there's a steakhouse there that does free entree like a free entree on your birthday i think it has to be your actual the actual date of your birthday but 
Um, yeah, I was going to ask you about it. that. Yeah. Can you, can you just tell them it's your birthday? Are they going to check your ID? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Right. <laughs> the friend is me. <laughs> asking for my friend Kim. <laughs> and we're going to be there on my son's birthday in January, and I'm really excited to, like, I mean, we'll make sure he gets his button, but I'm also going to coach him <laughs> that day. Yeah. Make sure you tell everybody. I don't care how many times you have, have to say pin. it. After, after yeah. he has the pin. Yeah. It's, it's all fair game. Maybe yeah. It sounds like there's a restaurant you can go to. You're going to be at the Dolphin. Yeah. Well, I think we have a Hollywood Studios day booked that day. That'll so. be so fun. I mean, in general, like, I'm so glad you said that because you you really can get special treatment, um, like, you know, extra time at meet and greets or free, like, free small Disney items, you know, maybe even a special tour behind a show, something like that, if you just kind of speak up and ask. And I have also heard rumors that on your birthday, you can, it's been said that you can get a birthday card signed by Mickey Mouse. I don't know if that is true or not, but. Okay, looking into it. Yep. Um, One time, I think I was wearing my birthday button and they, I ordered food at like a counter service thing. And then when I went to pick up my food, there was a cupcake. On my tray. Oh, so cute. I know. I just love that they do little surprises like that. You just don't, I mean, there's yes. nothing's guaranteed, obviously, but yes. they are paying attention. And every now and then you might get a little surprise. Let Amazing. me know if you just need a birthday call from Mickey. What? <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm going to call and arrange my Sam's Mickey birthday greeting beforehand. Um, Fun fact, did you know Walt Disney was the original voice of Mickey? Yes! I did not know that until I watched the recent Disney Plus special. Oh, is there a new one? Do I need to go watch that? Yeah. Monique, have you watched it on Disney Plus? No. I'm going to have to watch it. Mickey Behind the Mouse or something. You guys, it's really good. All right. Well, don't call me or Monique. We have plans tonight. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be watching that. Friday night plans. Have you guys happened to watch the Imagineering show, like, on Disney Plus? Yes. Yes. I love that show. As being, like, an engineer brain, I absolutely love that show. Oh, I can see that. As in, just, the Imagineers are amazing. Yeah. Um, the other one that's really fun, now that we're on the topic of Disney television series, did, did either of you watch the Animal Kingdom ones that they did? No. Yes. Wait, wasn't that part of the Imagineering? Or was it a separate one? No, I don't they, know. They talked about Jane Goodall and all that. I don't remember now. I mean, they showed you how they like care for the animals. Yeah, at Animal Kingdom. Is that the same thing? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, edit this out, Sam. No, it's <laughs> it's just a further <laughs> plug for that Imagineering series because Animal Kingdom they had Jane Goodall consult, and oh, okay, they yeah. built it in just a really humane way that she felt good about. She was like, "I feel good about the animals here," which is kind of amazing. Yeah, that's fun. I remember we watched it before we went in 2020 and it was like really cool for the kids to be like, to know, like they got to know some of the animals that actually live there by, by watching this TV show. And then sometimes you saw them. I have a question about, cause we were talking about magical moments in the park and they happen. What was your most magical surprise moment? Something with a cast member that <gasps> happened to you in the parks. Who gasped? Me. I want to hear it. I love these stories. 
Do you have one? I do. I have two. <laughs> what are they? Do you want to hear both of them? Yeah. Okay. So one, I was there with my oldest who was like two at the time. He was really little. And we were waiting for like family. They were on a ride that we couldn't go on. And so I thought, well, I'll go get him some ice cream while we're waiting. So I went up to one of those little stands and um, the girl who was the cast member who was like running the stand, she, she leaned over and she goes, this one's on Mickey. And she gave him a free ice cream. That's so cute. That's so cute. I just thought that was so adorable. And then we went, oh my gosh, back in like 2016. And my son, he was like four at the time, bought a stuffed Dumbo and left it in the bed in old, like the old Key West room that we stayed in. Mm-hmm. And we went back to the front desk and we were like, oh my gosh, my son left it in the sheets. It's probably like wrapped up in the dirty laundry. Is there any way you could have housekeeping checked to see? And they went and checked and they were like, we didn't find anything, but here's a certificate to take to the gift shop so we can pick out whatever he wants. And so they just let us go. And he like got to pick like the biggest stuffed animal he could find. And he went home with this Pluto that he still has. You guys, this is jogging my memory. So you do have one. See? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So (laughs) I oddly um, took a class, took a course in college that was on like Disney architecture and kind of how the how the parks were built um because you know that was kind of related to my major and a story that we were told in this class was there was a, uh, a little kid who was you know waiting in line to meet captain hook and he was so excited and he got up to the front of the line and they had to pull the cast member away and so you know i don't know who came out afterwards but he he was really upset by it and when he got to his hotel room that night there was a letter from Peter Pan saying, I'm so sorry that Captain Hook was so mean to you. He's pretty mean to me too. Here's a Disney autograph book. And he had all of these characters that had signed it. And it was just waiting for him at his hotel room. Isn't that darling? Yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. They know how to do it. I have a couple from when my kids were little. Um, and they both have to do with they at Disneyland at least they used to hand out like free ride certificates where you could just c- skip the line if if you like were on a ride that broke down or something like that. So there were a couple times like that where we were on some ride it broke down or something happened, and we got the cast member came by and gave us like oh go ride any ride free. But the most magical one was we were at the. That little theater in Disneyland, I don't know if either of you know it, actually. I can't remember the name of it, but they show little half-hour shows, and you all just go sit on the ground and watch them, and they'll do, like, Beauty and the Beast or Rapunzel. And we went to one of those shows, and then the show was over, and, like, my daughter couldn't meet the princess that was in the show. She was, and so this was, like, my daughter was probably five or six at the time. And so the show was over and she misunderstood, like she wanted to meet the princess who had just been in the show. So she's crying and everyone's leaving. And there's this cast member like sweeping and cleaning up around us. And she came over to my crying daughter and like knelt down and said, you know, I, I just, I don't know why you're crying, but I know you're going to have a magical day and gave her one of these passes for my family, like, Go cut the line for any ride in the park that you want right now. And it was so magical because Aww. lines are not magical. 
and <laughs> I loved it. Feel a little bit. Yeah, it was just like someone noticing a kid crying, pulling this little magic ticket out of her pocket. The That's cast so member great. experience. Yep. That's why we love it. <clears throat> why all we right. keep coming back and spending all our money. I know we do. <laughs> Monique, what are some any other just general money saving tips we missed or things that we should know from your expertise? Yes. So a couple good ones. Um first <laughs> off, I mean the cost of meals at Disney is extreme. So we like to bring a lot of our breakfast food and, you know, make that in the hotel room before going into the parks for the day. Those DVC rooms we were talking about earlier are all equipped with toasters. So we'll usually bring like some bagels, oatmeal packs, you know, fruits, as well as a little wine and charcuterie. (laughs) Um, I've actually seen people bringing whole coolers and like a huge haul of groceries to their Disney hotel room. Yeah. Okay. Tell me more about these people pulling up with their coolers. This is (laughs) my style. (laughs) Yeah. So I've seen people bring whole coolers and like a huge haul of groceries into their Disney hotel room. And I'm, I'm imagining that they're staying for quite some time, but you know, part of the fun of points and miles is having those reward dollars to redeem on some like splurge worthy meals like Albert and Victoria's or Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, Also pro tip, if ever you want to eat at Cinderella's Royal Table, make your dining reservation one hour before the fireworks and, and then request a seat at the window. So you can see the whole thing. You're like right there in the middle of the action. It is unreal. (laughs) Yeah. A couple other money saving tips that we have used. Um, you know, there are lots of ways to show your Disney spirit. Um, but one thing that we like to do is wear our Disney themed t-shirts on park days. Um, So this year we actually purchased our shirts on Amazon Prime Day through Disney's like Amazon storefront. They were on super sale. I think they were like $10 a piece. And normally in the park, those would cost, you know, anywhere between $25 and $30. Um, Probably even more than that. I don't know. But um, that was a great, you know, great little money saving option for us. And have you guys heard of the Disney character warehouse? Yes. Oh, you have? Okay. I mean, it's been a while since I was there because I, I want to say the last time we were there, they were, it was like COVID. So they were doing timed mm. entries and you had okay. to stand in this ridiculous line or wait like two hours to get a text that it was your time to go in the store. It hasn't been on the podcast though. So tell us. Yeah. Tell us about it. Yes. So this is a little known like insider tip for anyone who is into Disney merch Disney sells their overstock merchandise from the parks at two locations in Orlando. One is on Vineland Ave and the other is on iDrive or International Drive. Um, The Vineland Avenue location is a short drive from Disney Springs. So that's the one that's closest to the parks. Um, And you can, I mean, you can find official Mickey and Friends gear, Star Wars stuff, Marvel, you know, Marvel items, um, anything Disney related at a huge discount. They've got Loungefly and Dooney and Burke bags, which I know are like highly sought after. Um, Lots of different spirit jerseys, obviously Mickey ears and all kinds of cool stuff there. So check it out. Great tip. We love to do that too. Buy our merch before 
borrow merch from people. It's just a fun way to be able to wear your Disney gear without spending all of your money in the parks. Sam, didn't you borrow a, a lounge fly bag? Was I that... did. Yeah, yeah, I did. So smart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Same look without the investment. That's right. So what do you think is the best time of year for people to visit Disney World? Yeah, that is such a good question. I mean, we invest so much in our Disney trips, right? You want to make sure that you're going at a time of the year where it's, I mean, you're going to have the best. First thing that I would say is, you know, like any other travel destination, Disney has high and low seasons. The crowds are always highest when kids are out of school. So if you have the option, I would avoid visiting Disney during summer vacation and also between like Thanksgiving and New Year's. Um, there are some calendars online that tell you historical crowd numbers for every park. Uh, and those are definitely worth taking a look at before you make any type of reservations. The other thing I would definitely like make sure to be aware of is Florida weather. The climate in Central Florida is humid subtropical. So during the summers, it can be unbearably hot, like July and August, even into September, just avoid. Um, during the summer, it rains consistently every afternoon between like 2 and 3 p.m. If you've been to Disney in the summertime, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> also, Atlantic hurricane season starts on June 1st and goes until about November 30th. Um, Disney World did close for two days this summer due to Hurricane Ian. So it's worth planning around the storm or around storm season if you have the option to do that. Now, not everybody does because if you've got, you know, if you've got kids in school, then you're planning around their breaks. So I totally understand that. My, my favorite time to visit Disney is in the winter months. So like mid-January through the end of March, the weather is much cooler, the crowds are smaller and, um, you know, there's no risk of a major storm. Good tips. Our favorite time to go to Disney in general is Thanksgiving break because our yeah. kids have a week off school. And so we've done that three times between Disneyland and Disney World. And our, our favorite trick, I mean, it's like some people know about this, but some actually don't, is leaving the Thursday before. <clears throat> so your, your flights are a little bit cheaper if you leave the Thursday before the break. Not all kids have all of Thanksgiving break off, but ours mm -hmm. do. And so it's not like a, like it, it tends to get crowded towards the end of the week um, on Thanksgiving day and the, for that weekend after, but we usually fly out on Thanksgiving day. Like we leave and go home Thanksgiving day. Mm -hmm. And so that has been kind of a fun way to maximize when our kids are out of school and uh, have the crowds be not terrible because they don't really pick up until the end of the week. The only thing about it is that twice when we've done that, there's been rain. Mm -hmm. So it's just hard to hit the weather right. But I think I would rather have rain than go to Disney World in July or August, like you oh said. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Can't do also, it. this is really not an option if you're flying, but um, if you have the option to go very last minute to Disney, 
the day after a hurricane is like a ghost town at Disney World. <laughs> There's no one there. You can basically walk on to like every every ride. So <laughs> just <Good> a hot <laughs> That's a local tip. Yeah, local tip. Okay, well, there's a couple fun questions that we like to end with, Monique. So if you're, well, first, what's your favorite attraction? I know it can be hard to choose, but if you had to. Oh, my gosh, it's so hard to choose. Um, I might be betraying my Florida roots here, but I think my favorite Disney attraction is actually Indiana Jones Adventure. <laughs> Wait, do they not like have that at Magic Kingdom? No, it's not. It's not in any. Oh, no. Oh, maybe that's why <laughs> really? I love it so much because I know I can't. I can't. You know, like yeah. enjoy it. So, <laughs> well, Disneyland is superior, and everyone knows it. What in the world? <laughs> what are you even saying? <laughs> no one knows it except us. Is Indiana coasters. Jones the one at Disneyland that is like the same track as Dinosaur? Like the same kind of ride. Oh, you're in, you're in a car. Um, if that's, I'm I'm, I'm not oh. sure if it's the same track, but oh, okay. I, I used to know which ride was the same track as as Dinosaur. My husband is so into knowing this ride is the same track as this ride. I can't. That's, I, that's a funny thing to be into. I don't Good think job, it's there. Indiana Jones, but maybe it is. I'll look into it. Okay, I'm just just good choice, Monique. I'm so happy that you went with the Disneyland ride. Kim knows. Yeah, it's it's a great ride. (laughs) We're also big Harrison Ford fans in this house, so. (laughs) I mean, who isn't? (laughs) Right. On Solo, come on. Guys, it is. It's the same. I Googled it. Oh, you're right. (laughs) I think both of these, yeah. Yeah, because you're like, oh, that's right. Because on the dinosaur ride, you're kind of like, are you in a Jeep or? It's kind of, it's like four wide, four people across. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it kind of like um, acts like a car, like Indiana Jones yeah. does. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's a great choice. Now, Monique, what about if you were a character? Who would you be? Um, I don't know if I would be him, but my one of my favorite <laughs> characters is Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> he, he, that's I don't a good even one. Know who that is? <gasps> you need to watch that one. It's a funny movie. Oh, it's I so feel funny. like it's an underrated underrated Disney movie. Yes. Also, another very underrated Disney movie is Meet the Robinsons. I don't even think I've seen it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It like right. it'll make you cry. It's so good. Okay. We should add that to our list of questions. Movies, Which movies? Under, uh, what's your underrated Disney movie choice? Okay. Adding, adding it in. Look at this. You're changing our whole podcast. From now on. <laughs> Transformation <laughs> by Monique. Kim and I are having way too much fun recording these episodes. Thanks so much for supporting the Disney Points podcast by using our links when you open a credit card. Soon we'll have links right in the show notes, but for now, just make sure you're following both of us on Instagram. You can find me, Sam, at Almost Free Traveling, and Kim is at that Minivan Life blog. 
Most of our favorite credit cards are linked right in our bios on Instagram, but if for some reason you can't find the one you're looking for, make sure you send us a message because we love chatting with you. Thanks again. Thank you.